Welcome to the Martial Mind Power Podcast, where you discover how to cultivate self-mastery towards your self-realization, inspired by martial arts and philosophy. Hi, my name is Lack Cloy. As a young child, I was mesmerized by Bruce Lee on the big screen. Little did I know, when life was going to serve me a major blow later in life, that I would lean on Bruce Lee's inspirational and empowering teachings to help me cultivate my own self-mastery, so that I could relieve my own suffering and in turn discover my true, authentic, higher self. Through this journey, I discovered my gift, which became the nine steps to self-mastery. Through my own process of suffering and cultivating self-mastery, I became a third-generation instructor in Bruce Lee's martial art and philosophy. I wrote a book to share my experiences to help others through the nine steps and I became a self-mastery specialist to heal others and help them reveal who they really are and in turn founded Martial Manpower so I could share my gift with you here right now. I reluctantly did this Martial Manpower talk because I did not want the Martial Manpower talks to be about me at all. Rather, Martial Manpower talks is about all the masters from around the world who have cultivated self-mastery compelled through some martial teachings in their own unique way. And I have a message to share with the world from the gift that they discovered through their own process of self-mastery. My talk will help you understand my process and set the scene for how martial mind power was born, what the martial mind power talks are all about, and how collective self-mastery experiences encapsulated in the martial mind power talks from Masters all around the world will go on to spread self-mastery inspired by martial arts to help raise human consciousness and make the world a better place to live in. Enjoy the talk. Today I want to talk about how to discover your inner Bruce Lee. This talk is for people that have ever felt masterless in their life. This is for people that felt lost, sad, depressed, or suicidal. People that felt like a boat without a sail, without a rudder, without any oars, drifting aimlessly into a storm, being weathered, battered by the storm, and coming out the other end tattered and torn. This talk is to help you understand how you can repair, recover, and rejuvenate, refresh yourself. And I'm gonna share nine steps to self-mastery that inspired by Bruce Lee and martial arts. I'm gonna talk specifically about what made Bruce Lee so special and how he inspired me uh, along my journey. More importantly, to help you discover your true authentic higher self so that you can make the world a better place to live in. I'd like to invite you guys to dinner with me and my brother. I'm four years old at the time. and My brother's three years old. And you can imagine two little young boys Roughly the same age, roughly the same size. All they want to do is run around and play. Mom and dad are trying very difficultly to feed us. They want us to grow strong and healthy. And they're having a hard time because all we want to do is run around. And they're trying all sorts of distraction tactics to feed us. Nothing's working. It's quite a miserable event eating time. But dad, an early adopter of a VHS tape recorder, or video recorder, should I say, had this bright idea, let me try putting on different movies, maybe one of these movies will resonate and they'll sit still. After failed attempt, after another failed attempt, nothing worked. But dad had 
a little penchant for martial arts movies. And I remember him putting in a movie called Fists of Fury featuring Bruce Lee. And the rest is history, as they say. My jaw dropped. I was in awe. I don't know what it was. I can't quite put my finger on it. But there was something amazing about this man on the big screen. And I just sat there and the spoonfuls of food just kept going down. And uh, it made that dinner time pleasurable for mom and dad. I would literally say I was strip fed Bruce Lee movies from a very young age. And Bruce Lee's been ingrained in every cell of my body ever since. Little did I know. But there was something extraordinary about Bruce Lee. And like I said, I can't quite put my finger on it, what it was. And there was these times where, you know, he would be like a complete tranquil lake. And then all of a sudden it would be, what the It just exploded like a volcano. He'd be like, whoa, where did that come from? He had this ability to have this expansiveness in the way he thought, but without being constrained or limited in any way. During fighting, he had this sixth sense to see what's coming, but he never looked like he was looking for what was about to attack him. He just knew. He had this prevalent sense of confidence, often mistaken for co cockiness. He had this innate courage, this ability to step into his fear and then translate that into a fuel to supercharge him. He had this naturalness, this authenticity, this honesty about himself that gave him a certain charm uh, that just drew people towards him. He had this fluidity and speed in all of his movement. So fast, he was so fast that when he was filming, the film producers and the, the videographers had to, had to speed up the tape so they could get enough clips of him. And for a man that only weighed 145 pounds, he could generate immense amount of power without any rigidity or any tension. More importantly, whenever he was behind, he had this amazing ability to get ahead and stay ahead, but without having this attachment to winning, without striving to win. Most of all, he gave everything of himself and he didn't hold anything back, not in any of his performances or any other aspect of his life. Going back to this dinner situation, now you think, you know, you've, you, you have two young boys that are, are literally drip-fed martial arts movies. becomes a bit of a problem because sooner or later they're going to start play fighting. And sooner or later they're going to start fighting. So we ended up with a, mom and dad ended up with a new problem on their hands. You've got two boys that are quite boisterous, kind of, you know, beating each other up. Uh, whether they're play fighting or not, and mom and dad got fed up. So dad had this brainchild idea a few years down the line. Uh, they, they kind of coped with this for, uh, for, for several years, that he would enroll us into the local Shotokan karate school, which happened to be at his local working men's club where he would enjoy a few pints with his friends. So for him, it was convenient in the comfort of the bar, playing pool, snooker with his mates, whereas we would be in the cold dojo next door with cold concrete floors and it was really not a very enjoyable experience for us. We didn't really understand what it was. It really didn't look or feel like what Bruce was doing on the big screen either. We trained from the, I trained there from the age of seven to 11. Then we moved house and then after that, I spent my teen years and my twenties consuming martial arts movies, just being wowed by what I call like a special power or martial magic, something that would drew me towards the martial arts. To give you an example, Karate Kid. You've got Mr. Miyagi with his uh, box of healing tricks. 
and he, the ability to train somebody that's never done any martial arts to go and win his nemesis respect by beating him in a tournament. You've got someone like Kickboxer, you know, uh, you've got Kurt Sloan who avenges his brother, brother's uh, injury, a paralyzation, uh, by Tong Po, a monstrous kickboxer, concrete pillar kicking kickboxer, should I say, and helps him overcome his fears by teaching him how to kick down bamboo trees with his bare shins. And then you've got Kung Fu Panda, of course, uh, where, you know, you've got the fun-loving panda, and, uh, you know, he's an avid fan of the Furious Five, and uh, seemingly accidentally becomes a dragon warrior, and then is tasked to defeat the snow leopard, um, tai Lung, but he doesn't learn the secret of how to defeat him until he's earned his stars. Only then can he read what's on the dragon scroll. And when he's presented with the dragon scroll, he realizes it's a mirror. It's always been in him. He's trying to teach him about self-belief. This fascination of the martial arts, the magic in the martial arts and the secrets in the martial arts, has lived, lived in me all this time, festering and waiting to come out at some point. Little did I know when or how that was going to manifest itself. In 2000, me and my wife moved out to the US. Uh, I was employed by a Wall Street consultancy. I worked in IT, trading systems for investment banks. And uh, shortly after moving out there, I ended up in San Francisco for a good three and a half years as well. And we lived the sunshine lifestyle. We had a fantastic time. Life was really great. But then one day, the happiest and scariest day of my life happened. The happiest, scariest day of my life was the day in which three pieces of news arrived. First piece of news was my Wall Street consultancy went bankrupt. So they said, you've got two weeks, and then after that, you're unemployed, your visa's void, and you need to figure out what you need to do with your life. Uh, we lived in a corporate condo, and they said, oh, in two weeks, you are now evicted, so you need to go find somewhere else to live. So in two weeks' time, we'll be homeless. Uh, two weeks is not a lot of time to kind of like find a new job and find a new house um, all at once. And then the happiest piece of news was we found out we were expecting our first child. This, it came with a bit of scare because then you had another mouth to feed and, and the, the securities that you need to, to do that were taken away on that same day. So things were all up in the air. We did end up relocating to New York, ended up finding a job eventually, um, but we didn't want to go back there. We didn't like it there. It wasn't the right place to bring up our child, and um, things just went from bad to worse. We were both really unhappy, and there was some innate sense that I needed some urgent help. This compulsion that I needed to find a way to get through this, I could sense there was something terrible around the corner, and... Um, I had this compulsion, a burning desire inside me to go and learn Bruce Lee's martial art, and more importantly, the philosophy um, that would help me get through this. But I didn't know how that was going to manifest it and how that was going to translate in life. My wife, she said that timing was lousy, which it was, I agree, but it was a time that I had to do it. It was a calling. Life crashed shortly after that time. Marriage was in tatters. I was burnt out working in the city when I was in London and then in, in, in the US. We both hated New York and I got depressed. Uh, and I had suicidal thoughts as well. We ended up heading back to the UK once our baby was born and into the comfort of mom and dad's home. And at least we had that support. And I took three years out literally to find myself. And my solace was I turned to martial arts. Martial arts was the thing that just kept me going. 
I didn't know, I didn't expect anything out of it. I just knew I had to just stick with it. I trained in martial arts and fitness uh, during that time. And as Bruce said, you know, life itself is your teacher and you're in a constant state of learning. But during that time, um, I went through a lot of turmoil. And there were times when my mind felt like a glass filled with water with the sand of the darkest emotions poured into it and then stirred vigorously, spinning like a vortex. What if I could allow that sand to settle and still my mind so I could see clearly, see everything? Be calm, collected and calibrated, create that peace and harmony and be connected with my inner self. Okay, Bruce Lee's teaching, the stillness in stillness, is not the real stillness. Only when there is stillness in movement does the universal rhythm manifest really helped me. I started, uh, started to learn the art of stillness in motion during martial arts by centering myself in the eye of the storm during fights and realizing that I could allow the chaos to ensue around me. That helped me master being the tranquil lake and being the explosive volcano all at the same time, but at will not involuntarily. That became step one of my gift, known as stillness. At times, my mind felt like a teacup full of tea. The tea being stubbornness, opinionated, closed-mindedness, and maybe just general blindness, a lack of life, lack of life experience. And when anybody tried to pour any more tea into it, it just overspilled with anger and rage. What if... I could empty my teacup and start over and fill it with new ideas, new possibilities, new experiences, so I could learn and grow as a human being. Bruce Lee's teaching the usefulness of the teacup is in its emptiness really helped me get through that. I started to practice the art of motion or no-mindedness. This is a means to help you understand and detach from judgmentalness, uh, to attach from thoughts, detach from thoughts, to detach from expectations. When you're in combat, the moment you attach yourself to a thought, the moment you attach yourself, I'm gonna do this, that, and the other, that's when you get hit because life doesn't work out that way. A fight doesn't work out that way. I started to translate these teachings into everyday life. And that helped me master the expansive limitlessness. Step two became, uh, step two of the gift became known as empty your teacup. At times, I felt like a raging horse rampaging through a forest with, but with blinkers on trying desperately to avoid hitting a tree or tripping over some of the roots. What if I could just remove those blinkers? What if I could see everything clearly, be fully aware, alert, and alive in the moment so I could switch on? Bruce Lee's teaching, possess the eye of an eagle, the cunning of a fox, the agility, alertness of a cat, with the courage, aggressiveness, and fierceness of a panther, the striking power of a cobra, and the resistance of a mongoose really helped me. I started to learn the art of seeing without looking. Using this idea that Bruce called phasic vision, it's a softening of the gaze so you can see everything. Started doing that in combat, and started seeing things without really looking for them coming in, uh, building up that sensory acuity. And then I started doing that in life. So, I stopped straining, looking for certain outcomes. And then I started to master seeing without looking. Step through that self-mastery gift became known as possess an eagle eye. At times, I felt like a baby eagling that was taken away from my nest and then put amongst chickens. 
hanging out with my brother and sister chicks. I just believed I was a chicken. Looking up into the sky once in a while, I'd see, you know, the majestic bird of the sky, an eagle flying up there, wondering, wow, what would it be like to be like that? Thinking I'm a chicken all along. What if I could reveal who I really was? What if I had absolute certainty about who I really am? Then I would be able to take massive action to create massive results, to create massive self-belief again into who I really am. Bruce Lee's teaching, as you think, so shall you become, really helped me. It helped me to discover what successful people did to reveal who they really are. It helped me inquire about why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It helped me start to make it work for myself so I could tap into my infinite potential so I could master my self-belief. That step became think and become. At times I felt like a caged bird, trapped. And one day the owner leaves the cage door open and the window open on a nice hot summer's day. But I'm paralyzed with fear. What if? What if I could step outside the cage and do something different? What if I could step outside the win window? What if I actually spread my wings and flew like I was intended to fly freely in my true essence? Bruce Lee's teaching to understand fear is the beginning of really seeing, really helped me start to experiment with fear in martial arts initially, to understand it, to control it, to reprogram it. It helped me understand the triggers to fear, how it felt to manage it, so I could master turning that fear into a fuel. Step five of my self-mastery gift to you became known as Wata, okay? And at times I felt like an ostrich with my head buried in the sand, with all this adversity going on around me, hoping that it would just disappear, just go away. What if I could stick my head out and face the world? What if I really knew about myself? What if I could communicate with poise and confidence, standing in my highest light, in my true power, so I could ex express myself honestly? Bruce Lee's teaching, always be yourself, express yourself, have faith in yourself. Do not go out and look for a successful personality and try and duplicate it. Really helped me. I started to experiment with learning who I really am. I started to experiment with learning the art of human communication in combat and in life. Because in combat, it's an interplay of communication with you and your opponents. I started to study posture, physiology, neuroscience, energy, question answers. And I started, most importantly, making it my own. That helped me master to be myself honestly. Step six of my gift became known as honestly express yourself. At times, I felt like a really heavy warship. And on a radio, I'm being told to, being divert, to divert my route 15 degrees north. Reluctantly, I respond on the radio saying, no, you divert your route 15 degrees north. They reply back, you need to divert your route 15 degrees north. I reply back, no, you, you turn 15 degrees north. And I get the reply, well, we're a lighthouse. It's your call. 
what if I could change direction easily and effortlessly so I could adapt and be flexible to whatever happened without being stubborn, so I could overcome obstacles easily, be more fluid in my actions and create more joy in my life. Bruce Lee's teaching, be formless, shapeless like water. You put water into a cup, it becomes a cup. You put water into a teapot, it becomes a teapot. Now water can flow or creep or drip or crash. Be water, my friend, really help me. I started to study water and how, it, how water embodies fluidity to overcome such obstacles in combat and then in everyday life. I started to simulate the properties and behaviors of water and start to understand that water is a life source of every sentient being and how it embodies intentions to manifest. I started to understand the relationship between the fluidity of the mind, the body, and the spirit. So I could master being in the flow. Step seven of my self-mastery gift became known as Be Like Water. And at times I felt like a laborious lumberjack, laboring really hard trying to hack down a tree, okay? The harder I worked, the less effect it had. The longer I worked, the more burnt out I got. What if I could sharpen my axe? What if, if there was a better tool that I could use, a tool that I had in me that was stronger to create maximum effect? What if I could really uncover my real weapon, who I really am as a weapon, my reason on this planet, so I could align my efforts towards living my true, authentic, higher self? Bruce Lee's teaching, when fighting, Keep your strongest side up front really helped me. It helped me explore my strong side forwards in martial arts and life. It helped me sharpen my weapons to create harmony in my life by studying the Tao and creating balance in all areas of my life. It allowed me to reveal my success formula so I could reveal my purpose and mission on this planet and define my definite chief aim towards self-realization. That helped me master my powers or my strong side. And that became step eight, which is the gift of power side forwards. Eventually I started picking up speed and picking up momentum. And life started moving in the direction I wanted it to. And I started getting happy. But then there was this niggling thought in the back of my mind thinking, what if something derailed me? Would I be able to get back on track? How would I be able to get back on track? And all of these negative thoughts started coming into my mind. What if I knew what I needed to do to get back on track? What if I could create the tactics and strategies to do that? What if I could identify my rhythm? And then if something broke that, then how to regain that? So I could stay on my path and continue moving forwards. Bruce Lee's teaching, a good fight should be like a small play but played seriously. When the opponent expands, I contract. When he contracts, I expand. And when there is an opportunity, I do not hit. It all hits by itself. Any technique, however worthy and desirable, becomes a disease when the mind is obsessed by it. Really helped me. I started to study rhythm and broken rhythm in martial arts, in music, in dance, so I could identify my own rhythm of my life, identify my song, so that I could dance to my own tune. And that helped me master getting ahead and staying ahead. Step nine of my self-mastery gift became known as stay ahead. All of this I discovered whilst practicing martial arts through physical motion and applying it to mental motion and then applying that to life. I thought martial arts was about breaking people, 
to win. But little did I know, and later did I discover, that martial arts was about building people up by losing or giving away of oneself. It was about moving your body, moving your mind, moving to success. I really believe that all of these lessons came to me through me. To relieve pain and suffering on the planet through self-mastery, which is a process to help you reveal who you really are. Once you've seen your original truth, you cannot unsee it. Once you've discovered your gift, you've got an obligation to give it away. So here I am. And so it is. When you still your mind, you start to think expansively. When you think expansively, you start to see clearly. You act with clear, with certainty and confidence, and you step into that fear and turn that into a fuel. To express yourself honestly, to get into the flow, to work your strengths to your maximum advantage so that you get ahead and stay ahead. With a humble surrender to everything that just is. That is when you start to honor yourself so you can honor others and then you can honor Mother Earth. Only then can you return to your original freedom. That's how you raise human consciousness, by cultivating your self-mastery first. And automatically, the world starts to become a better place to live in. In Bruce Lee's own words, self-conquest is the greatest of victories. Mighty is he who conquers himself. I use martial arts as a tool set. Self-mastery adds a gifted process of understanding. And remember that special power that makes Bruce Lee extraordinary? Well, I call that martial mind power. And here I am today to create a positive ripple in human consciousness by spreading a wave of self-mastery to help you cultivate and step into your true power. Ladies and gentlemen, now I want you to go and discover your inner Bruce Lee. If you took some value out of this podcast, then please like and subscribe to our channel. If you feel this podcast will help a loved one, then please kindly spread this wisdom by sharing this podcast link with them. For more information and learning materials on how to cultivate self-mastery towards your self-realization inspired by martial arts and philosophy, please go to www.martialmindpower.com. See you in the next podcast.